Welcome to Practical Purpose, where we combine academic research and spiritual tools to dive deep into how you figure out and develop your purpose in life. This is a no-fluff zone, where I'll teach you practical tools to learn why the heck you're here and the steps you need to take to confidently begin the next chapter of your life. I'm your host, Corey Russin. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode three of Practical Purpose. By this point, you've heard my story, you've heard my spiel, and that's all important, that's all great, but I think we also really need to focus on what purpose is not. Because the reason that finding, quote unquote, finding, I don't like to use finding as a verb related to purpose, but the reason that quote-unquote finding your purpose is so challenging is because everything that we're taught about purpose from a very young age is wrong. We're taught to think about purpose as this question when we're little of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do when you grow up? It's so tied to doing instead of being. It's so tied to what are you going to do as a human being rather than who are you? And the real answers are tied to who are you, not what do you do. And that, I think, is something that gets mixed up when we talk about purpose, because purpose is not an occupation. Yes, your career can help to solidify a sense of purpose. It can be tied into your intention to make an impact, and it can be your way of making an impact. But then what happens if that occupation disappears? I always think of when you have somebody who in high school was really, really good at certain sports. And then maybe they even do those sports through college. And then they identified so much with who they were within that thing. And when that thing goes away, they lose all sense of purpose, all sense of who they are. So we've we've looked at purpose in life over the lifespan. And there's a tendency for someone's sense of purpose to decrease as they age. And some of that is tied to purpose that you have had over the course of maybe your middle adulthood. Maybe you were a caretaker, you had kids, and that was super tied to what your purpose is. Or maybe you were taking care of an older parent and that parent passes away. Or maybe you had a certain career and for one reason or another, that career is no longer an option. And our identity and our sense of purpose gets so tied to those things that if they go away, we're left in the dark. We feel like all of our sense of purpose is lost. And so... Because of the way that we've been brought up, because of the way that we were taught to think about purpose, tying it to occupation, tying it to things that are outside of ourselves, 
if those things go away, we're screwed. (laughs) Our sense of purpose is screwed. And we go through this period of being like, well, what the crap do I do now? And same thing, if, if you've never really felt like you've quote unquote found your purpose, if you never feel like you've found that thing that is that driving force and it's supposed to be this thing that is outside of you, it is supposed to be this thing that is external, it's an occupation, it's a role and you don't find that role then there can be this sense of emptiness, this sense of feeling lost and confused and tying that then to your self-worth of I'm not good enough or something's wrong with me because I haven't found this thing. And that's where we as a society have gone wrong. We've taught young people to tie their purpose to this thing that is external. And that is why you have trouble finding your purpose because it's not something that you find. Purpose is not something that you find. It is something that you develop. And let me step back for a second there because there is research. I was reading it the other day. There is this research that there are different pathways to purpose. So there is a pathway that is more self-exploratory. It is trying out many different things over the course of your life and and intentionally seeking out goals, intentionally seeking out what is going to bring this sense of purpose to my life. There's also a pathway where an external event happens, which I think is what really is portrayed in movies and media and what we've seen over the course of our lives is this this moment, this life event that happens and it causes you to change everything and to point in the direction of this one purpose. And so I think of this like a big external event or technically internal event also, but you have a health crisis and that health crisis then leads you to doing work that involves finding a solution for that health crisis and so all of your goals start to center around this one purpose and that in its essence directs the rest of your life so there is that that happens And then there's also social learning. So this is a third pathway to purpose is social learning where you have more of a guide where there's this person that you're looking to, a role model outside of yourself who is portraying what it is to have purpose. And so you then model yourself after this other person. If you're enjoying the show but want a bit more personalized guidance into developing your own purpose, head over to www.yourpracticalpurpose.com. Here you'll find my most up-to-date opportunities to receive support in embarking on the next chapter of your life. That's www.yourpracticalpurpose.com. Okay, back to the show. So there's three pathways to purpose. However, what that research has found is that 
the pathway that affords the highest level of return on your well-being of your mental, physical, emotional health is that first one, self-exploration. And yet that's not the one that we're taught to explore. We're not taught to develop our purpose. We're taught to find our purpose, that it will magically just appear. And to be quite honest, that's bull crap. <laughs> so few of us experience that that it's not what should be taught. And that's the reason you still feel lost. It's the reason why you follow a path, you think it's the right one, you get to your mid-20s, you get to your 30s, you get to your 40s, and you're like, what am I doing? Why don't I, why don't I feel more fulfilled? Why doesn't this feel more meaningful? Because... I was taught that I would find this, and I haven't. And that's the thing, is you've been taught to think about purpose in a way that isn't serving you. We're not teaching kids how to develop their purpose. We're teaching them how to look externally to themselves. And there's also this generalization that this is easy, that finding your purpose is just a matter of time, that you're just going to magically have this happen one day where you just have this bolt of like, oh, this is what my purpose is. Like, no, no, no. No. I mean, yes, (laughs) purpose can be simple. It can certainly be simple. The steps that I'm going to teach you throughout this podcast are simple steps, but it doesn't always feel easy. And we're not prepared for that. We're not taught that. We're taught that we find something and it magically happens and then we have this sense of purpose and all is well and good in the world. And that's not reality. And so we're not taught the process We're left in the dark, we're expected to figure it out, and then we're made to assume that it's an easy thing, and then if we don't feel it, if we don't have that, it's our own fault that something about us is broken, and nothing about you is broken, and the answers are not external to you, they are within you already, because purpose stems from inside of you first. I have a story for you real quick, (laughs) which really emphasizes the fact that people don't fully understand what purpose is, which is the reason why it is so freaking difficult to create that sense of purpose, to develop that sense of purpose, because we're not taught what it is. My partner provides professional development for teachers and he had a working group and one of the things that they were talking about was sense of purpose and sense of belonging and the group brought up elements that are not in any way related to what purpose is. They're bringing up things like 
belonging as being like diversity issues and being able to speak about inclusivity and those types of things. But they weren't actually talking about purpose. They were still looking at external factors that weren't related to what purpose actually is. And so I was sending him books and things to share with his working group to bring about some different ideas of what purpose actually is and making people feel like the work that they're doing in the school is related to their purpose. And I kept thinking about that because these are grown adults who don't know what purpose even actually is. And so this is pervasive and and if we don't have an understanding of what purpose is, then how are we going to develop it? How can we be expected to feel a high level of purpose if we don't actually know what purpose is? Because purpose is an intention to make a positive impact in the world. That is what purpose is. It is not an occupation. It is not something external to yourself. And that intention can't be taken away by anyone or anything. You could lose a job. Your loved one could pass away. You could get sick. You could have a myriad of different challenges come up in your life. But that intention to make a positive impact, that's purpose. And that can be developed. That's not something that you just find. And when we put that power back in your hands, that changes your physical health. That changes your emotional health. That changes your well-being completely. And yet... We don't get taught how to do it. It blows my freaking mind as I learn about these things. As I watch my clients walk through the three pillars that I have created for this framework for developing your purpose. As I watch them walk through them, I can see, yes, it's not always easy. Yes, we have to look at things that sometimes are uncomfortable. But it's simple. It would be so simple for us to be taught these things when we're younger, and yet we're not. And we get really freaking bad advice. And that bad advice starts when we're young. The idea that at 18 years old, you have to pick a major. If you're going to go to college, you have to pick a major. And there's a monetary consequence to picking the wrong major, so you're really told you need to just pick something and stick with it. When really, self-exploration as one of the very key pillars of purpose development, we're going to talk about them more, but the first pillar of purpose development is about creating self-awareness. And how do you create self-awareness without self-exploration? And when there are consequences, deep, deep consequences, $50,000 a year consequences to that self-exploration, 
it kills it. It squashes it. Because there's so much pressure to just get the degree and move on. Or you choose not to go get a degree, but the workforce dictates that your opportunities are going to be less than if you don't go do that. Or it's portrayed that your opportunities are going to be less than even if there are opportunities to not have that be the truth. So your window of exploration is squashed. And so no wonder people reach 25, 30, 35, 40, 50 years old and are like, I don't fully know who I am because you were never given the opportunity to figure that out. You weren't given the opportunity to explore those things. And so from the get-go, we have this bad advice about just picking something and potentially picking the most lucrative thing because you're going to be spending a ton of money on something that better be getting you a good enough job to pay for it at the end. And then you've got people who are also doing this work, saying that they're helping you to, to find your purpose. I think of social media influencers and just random people on the internet who don't have a basic foundation of what purpose actually is. And they're only giving you one piece of it. They're only giving you the self-exploration piece. They're only telling you you have to create awareness of yourself and you have to dive into what your strengths are and your talents. And yes, yeah, absolutely. The pillar one, you got to do that self-awareness piece. But what happens after? You still have to take action on those things that you learn about yourself. But that piece is not something that people will share with you. It's not something that the influencers and and whoever else are going to be spouting off to you. They help you create awareness of things, but then what do you do with it after? And they don't stick around to help you figure out what to do with it after. Purpose is an actionable thing. One of the things that has pinpointed the difference between meaning in life and purpose in life is that purpose requires an action piece. Purpose is taking what you know about yourself and then taking action so that you can fulfill that intention to make an impact in the world. So you can't just do the first pillar and not do the rest. It's not going to make you feel the way that you want to feel. It's not going to give you the benefits of having a high level of sense of purpose. And so I see this all the time where people are helping people to learn about themselves, which is awesome, but then they don't help them work through the fears and the blocks and the things that have accumulated over the course of their lives that keep you from taking action on that intention. You have to learn who you are and how you work and what your strengths are and what your talents are and what your gifts are and then figure out, okay, I have this intention. I want to make this kind of impact in the world. These are the things that I'm really good at and the ways in which I can make that impact. Now I need to reverse engineer 
my goal so I can take small steps every day towards that bigger picture. And that's what's missing oftentimes. And on the other end of that is what's your level of self-trust? I can't just help you learn about yourself because if you don't trust yourself enough to take those actions, then it's not helping you. You're not actually going to be able to move forward on those things, even though you now know more about yourself. Knowing more about yourself is great, but it's what you do with that knowledge that actually has the power to change your life. I heard this really amazing quote from Charles Feltman, who is a trust researcher, and he wrote, Trust is defined as choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions. Now, when we think about this in terms of self-trust, self-trust is choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to your own actions. Ooh. <laughs> like, there's a visceral reaction to that. Let me repeat it. Let me just repeat this for a second. Self-trust is choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to your own actions. Like, how uncomfortable is that? It's not comfy. It's not comfy to take actions that risk things that you value. And that is how purpose works. That's what makes purpose very... Simple, but not easy. Because as you learn about yourself, you're going to start to see parts of your life that are not in alignment with your new understanding of yourself. You're going to start to see things that need to change. And that's the uncomfy part, because you're going to have to trust yourself enough to have that vulnerability You're going to have to trust yourself enough to take a risk on the actions you know you need to take. And there are fears that are going to pop up. And no one has told you about that your entire life. No one has said that that is a requirement of developing your purpose, and it is. But you know what? On the other side of that is the life that you truly desire. It's the fulfillment. It's the meaning. It's the emotional well-being. It's the physical well-being. And it requires being uncomfy. And I'm going to tell you the truth about it. I'm going to really just hone in that it's not a comfortable space to be in, but it's worth it on the other side. As most things are. (laughs) that are actually worthy of your time and your effort. So this is what we're going to do over the course of the next episodes. I'm going to walk you through the pillars of purpose development. I'm going to walk with you hand in hand into the steps that are both fun, because there are so many elements of developing your purpose and learning about yourself that are fun because it's validating. You're finally looking in a mirror and seeing, 
oh, that's who I am. And I've been right about who I am my entire freaking life. But I have put myself in a box because I felt like either I wouldn't be accepted or I wouldn't be successful or I couldn't create what I wanted based on who I am. And we're going to shatter that. We're going to really just hone in on your gifts, your strengths, your talents, and how freaking incredible they are and how they can be used to create the life that you desire because truly that's the only way to create the life that you truly desire to start a new chapter that feels really, really freaking good. But we're also going to walk through the scary parts and the parts that are uncomfortable And require that self-trust and that vulnerability. We're going to walk through each of those things. So you're not in the dark about it. You've been in the dark your entire life of how this process works. And I'm not doing that any longer. We're not doing that anymore. You're going to have a full picture of what developing your purpose looks like and feels like and is going to ask of you. Because you deserve to know the full scope of what this experience is and what you're risking. Because nobody ever told you what the risk was. They wouldn't even give you the full picture of what it took to develop your purpose. They just gave you a fluffy fairy tale around, oh, one day you'll find it and you'll know it when you see it. It's not how this works. So I'm going to give you the full breakdown. I'm going to show you what it means to build a new foundation and take action on what you learn about yourself. And then also give you that last pillar, the third pillar, purpose development of how do you maintain it? How do you hold yourself accountable when you have been living a certain way your entire life? How do you undo some of those patterns? How do you acknowledge them when they come up and forgive them? Because there's so much shame and judgment and confusion around purpose. Especially when we feel like something's been broken inside of us because we haven't had it. And I'm telling you right now, nothing's broken. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And there's no judgment. But those feelings can come up. And so... I'm going to help you walk through what you have to do when they do come up and to acknowledge them and hold hands with them and move through them, make friends with them. So we've got a bit of an adventure to go on together, but I'm excited to be here with you and also to just be here now with this new clarity on what purpose isn't because Now that it's not external to you, you can stop looking for it outside of yourself. It's already in you. It's already a part of you. And from that basic knowledge, that basic understanding, we're going to make some really big changes. So strap in, (laughs) buckle your seatbelts, and I'm excited to be here with you for the next few episodes. If you resonated with what was shared in this episode today and aren't sure how to take action, start by writing down what really hit home for you. Moments of self-reflection are a great place to start on your purpose journey. And if you feel called to share the podcast with someone you know is ready to receive it, 
follow that feeling. Find all current offerings on yourpracticalpurpose.com. Subscribe and follow Practical Purpose on whatever platform you're listening right now. Leave a rating and a review. And take one deep breath and know that your purpose is already within you. You just have to take practical steps to develop it.